Exodus chapter number three, beginning verse number nine. The Bible says, Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression within the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto, you, unto thee, that I have sent thee when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt. You shall serve God upon this mountain. And today I want to begin here in verse number nine uh, and look at how uh, God used Moses in such a mighty way here uh, in the book of Exodus. Now, Exodus is the book of redemption. Uh, Exodus means the way out. Uh, and redemption uh, is by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the good songwriter wrote, uh, there is power in the blood, wonder working power in the blood. The Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews chapter uh, number 10 and verse number 4, uh, it says, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifices and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. Uh, we know without the shedding of blood that there is no remission of sin. Uh, and here, the book of Exodus means redemption or the way out. And we know uh, that ch uh, the children of Israel uh, got out of Egypt out of the bondage of Pharaoh, the bondage of uh, uh, the servants uh, of the Egyptians by the grace uh, and the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. We'd see that uh, Egypt is the type of the world and Pharaoh's the type of Satan. And you and I, that was once lost in our sins, was in the bondage of this world under the leadership of Satan, Pharaoh, we could say, uh, but it's by the grace and the blood that Jesus shed on the cross of Calvary when he came by our way and saved us by his grace uh, did we get out of that bondage and out of, under that leadership of Satan. I want to begin looking and meditating just for a few moments on verses number 9 uh, through verse number 11. We see that Moses said unto God uh, in verse number 11, Who am I? that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt. Moses, uh, in his mind, said, Lord, is there not one better than I? Is there not one smarter than I? Is there not one uh, that has more ability, Lord, than I do? Uh, but can I say this day that God does not look on man's ability? Uh, God does not look on man's uh, smartness, uh, but God looks to those that are willing to serve him in humbleness of spirit and that will trust him uh, every step of the way. And Moses said 
uh, what you and I would probably say as well, if God put such a big task on us to go and free his people out of Egypt, out of bondage, Moses said, who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh? Well, the Bible tells us in Psalms chapter number eight and verse number four, the psalmist David said, what is man? that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man, that thou visited him. That word mindful means to mark so as to be recognized. What's, uh, what's so amazing is that God recognized Moses. God recognized Moses as someone he could use uh, to free his people out of bondage. And I'm thankful this this day that you and I can say, uh, no doubt that God recognizes us before we ever recognize him. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah chapter number one and verse number five, that uh, the Bible says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations we see we see this day that God already had a plan for Moses while he was in the womb of his mother. God had a plan and a purpose for the life of Moses. Well, that's the same as you and I. Uh, this day, God had a plan for you and I uh, before we was in the uh, before we was in the womb of our mother. God had a certain task and a certain uh, a certain will that we should fulfill in our life and God got Moses in verse number uh, verse number 9 10 and 11 God got Moses to a place where Moses could not do that which was before him Moses knew that he did not have the ability to free God's people out of Egypt Moses knew that he could not go uh, before Pharaoh and uh, and tell Pharaoh to let God's people go. Moses knew uh, that he wasn't able. He didn't have the ability within himself to do that. And he said, made the statement, who am I? Then in verse number 14 of Exodus chapter 3, the Bible said, and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. And what you and I have got to realize in serving the Lord, as Moses has got a task before him in serving the Lord, that it's not about who I am. It's not about who I am. In serving the Lord, but it's about the I am. It's all about Jesus. And if you and I, you and I get our mind on, it's not about me. It's not about me, but it's all about Jesus. We'll be able to serve him. We'll be able to magnify him. We'll be able to please him. We'll be able to accomplish that which he's called us to do. And Jesus said, I am hath sent the uh, and notice here we notice that in the Gospel of John Jesus said uh, over uh, over time and time again he said I am the bread of life he said I am the door 
He said, I'm the good shepherd. I'm the light of the world. I am the resurrection. In other words, God's telling Moses, the Lord's telling Moses, Lord, I am your ability. I am your strength. I am, I am what you need every step of the way. I'm thankful in Jesus Christ that we've got what we need. He is the great I am. We continue to look at Moses' life, and the life of Moses is divided uh, into three 40-year periods. Uh, the first 40 years in Pharaoh's, uh, uh, in Moses' life, he was in Pharaoh's place uh, in Egypt. He was with Pharaoh. Moses uh, uh, was somebody the first 40 years of his life. The second 40 years, uh, uh, Moses was in the desert in Median. Uh, Moses was nobody. He went from living in a palace uh, to being on the backside of the desert, leading and guiding his father-in-law's sheep. In the third, the third uh, 40 years of Moses' life, uh, was in a wilderness as leader of Israel. And here, the first 40 years of Moses' life, Moses was somebody. The second years, the second 40 years of Moses' life, Moses was nobody. And the third, the third 40 years of Moses' life, Moses, Moses helped everybody. I want to look just real quick, uh, this day on, uh, the, these three different 40 years of Moses' life. Let's look at the first 40 years of Moses' life, and we could look at this and say that it was the providence of God that Moses experienced in the first 40 years of his life. Moses experienced God's hand of protection upon his life. When you and I flip over to Exodus chapter number 2, in verse number 5, we read, And the daughter of Pharaoh came to wash herself at the river. And her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she, and when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she opened it, she saw the child and beheld the babe whelp. And she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrew children. We see early Early in Moses' life, did Moses experience the providence of God and God's hand of protection around his life? We see that in the providence of God and the God's hand of protection in Moses' life, we must look at the actions of Moses' mother. What did Moses' mother do uh, to him? In verse number one of chapter two of the book of Exodus, the Bible said that there went a man in the house of Levi, and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son, and when she saw him, that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when, this is speaking of Moses, and when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes, and dabbed it, dabbed it with slime and with pitch, and put the child therein, and she laid it, in the flags by the river bricks. Notice uh, here this morning that Moses' mother uh, made him an ark of bulrushes. 
It's all in the providence of God and God's hand of protection. That bull rush, and it mean, that bull rush means a red a growing, a reed growing in the shallow water of the banks of the Nile. It grows about 12 to 15 feet in about two to three inches in diameter. Back in those days, this plant was used for paper to write upon. To write upon, notice here the word of God. So God's providence and God's hand of protection around Moses because God allowed Moses' mother to build him an ark of bulrush to conceal and to wrap and to confine and to cover Moses' life with the word of God. And what better protection is there for mine and your life? No doubt the Lord Jesus Christ, but the protection and the guidance of his holy word. Number two, we'll look at the second 40 years of Moses' life. We see the preparation of Moses. The first 40 years of Moses' life, Moses got to experience God's hand of protection. The second 40 years of Moses' life, Moses got to experience God's hand of preparing. The Bible tells us in Exodus chapter number 3 and verse number 1, the Bible says, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. The second 40 years of Moses' life, God's end of preparing was on Moses. We see him leading the flock. And God taught Moses mightily while Moses was leading this flock. For Moses was soon to lead the children of Israel, God's flock, out of bondage. We notice in verse number one, it was on the back side of the desert in chapter number three. And he came to the mountain of God. And it was there. It was there. We read in verse number three. And Moses said, notice here. Now let's go back, back up to verse number two of Exodus three. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burnt with fire and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside to see that great sign why the bush is not burnt. In verse number four, and when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here am I. We see here that it was on the backside of the desert. On the backside of the desert was when Moses got close to God. When Moses experienced the presence of God, God prepared a message for Moses and God prepared a mouthpiece for Moses. We find in Exodus chapter number four, verse number 11, the Bible said, and the Lord said unto him, who hath made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb or deaf or the seeing or the blind? Have not, have not I the Lord? And verse number 12, the Lord told Moses, Moses, now therefore go, and I will be thy mouth, 
and teach thee what thou shalt say. God gave Moses, God prepared Moses a message, and God would prepare a mouthpiece for Moses to speak this message. Second, or thirdly, this afternoon, rather, we'll look here at the third 40 years of Moses' life. We see that Moses went from the providence of God to the preparation of Moses. Now we find the people of God, the people of God. We notice here that in the first 40 years of Moses' life, Moses got to experience God's hand of protection. The second 40 years of Moses' life, Moses got to experience God's hand of preparing. And then when God prepared Moses and set forth Moses to go to Pharaoh and uh, uh, free God's people from Egypt, Moses here led the people to freedom. Notice here, God had Moses set aside for his people. Moses led the people to freedom. The same Moses that said, who am I, that experienced the great hand of protection of God, the great hand of preparing, this same Moses would experience in the third 40 years of his life, God's hand of plagues upon Egypt. God's hand of the Passover over Egypt. God's hand of passing the Red Sea. And God's hand of peace when he led God's people out of Egypt. When we think about Moses, we think about what God did in his life. And God can do the same thing in mine in your life. First of all, God protected a man. You think about this afternoon, how God protected my life and your life. Well, here, uh, God protected a man, Moses. God prepared a man, Moses. God placed a man, Moses, right where he wanted him. And when Moses had doubt, Moses said, who am I, Lord? Moses trusted the Lord. And God proved a man, Moses. I want to ask you this day as we close out uh, here in the book of Exodus, I want to ask you this, and ask, ask ourselves this, will you or will I allow God to use us in such a way as he did Moses? Will you and I allow God to use us and will you and I trust him like Moses did? We may face our Pharaoh, but with God, we can triumph and come out on the winning side. We'll pray, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity, Lord, to share your word. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you'd help us, Lord, uh, encourage the children of God. Lord, we thank you for all you have done for us. Lord, we thank you for the blood you shed on the cross of Calvary where we can have life, Lord, and have it more abundantly. In Jesus' name, we do pray, amen.